0: Welcome back to That Park Life Podcast. I'm your host, Beth, hanging out with my my bro here.
1: It's Greg, as always. One day it'll be someone else. who will be like, what? <laughs> I know. And people will be
0: like, oh, people will be shocked. Uh, we've got some fun stuff we're covering today. We're going to talk a little bit about the first post-COVID Disney College Program class. I'm kind of excited.
1: Yeah, we've had Ben on before, and he is back to talk about his experiences. He just moved in to the new Flamingo mm-hmm. Crossing Disney College Program housing. And naturally yeah. we have some questions for him and we even got some questions from, from all of you out there that submitted it on our Instagram page.
0: And we also have some ideas that we want him to implement. Yes. So stay tuned to hear more <laughs> about that in a little bit. But anyways, what's going on with you guys?
1: Um, we've been doing some park stuff, obviously. Mm-hmm. And um, I have a couple things I want to chat about because I swear I saw some things, guys, I saw some things in ooh, ooh. a... In Epcot, and I <laughs> spent some time in Magic Kingdom 2 the other day, and uh, we were fortunate, or I was fortunate enough to ha- spend some time with the Mouselets, so Mouselet yeah. 1 and 2, and uh, I think they're calling him Mouselet C, or Mouselet 1.5, yeah. the boyfriend of Mouselet 1. Yeah. We're in Epcot, and I was uh, there taking some photos and met up with them a little bit. And um, one thing I want to mention, we went to the Morocco Pavilion, and I swear I saw something that has never been there before, and it is so bizarre, okay. and I'll post a video of it um when this episode releases but when you're looking at the morocco pavilion like dead on there's a fountain in the middle and usually you know you can kind of go straight back into like the depths of the of the pavilion to the left is like another room where there's some almost looks like a museum right there's like stuff in cases with little tags so the doors were closed we're like let's try let's see if it if it's still open so we open it up, and the very first thing there is basically a big video game. It's a big giant screen with a chair you mm. can sit in, with a steering wheel and a gas pedal, the way that it would be if you were in an arcade and you were playing like those driving like games where you're driving, yeah. we are racing like a racing game. It's called the Rally of the Gazelles, and then below that it says Women's Off Road Race, and we're staring, at, and we're all looking at each other like this has never <laughs> been here before. I text Nicole because like we were always exploring yeah. the um, like this is new, right? And she's like, what? She's Weird. she actually replied back. WTF? Never. That's never yeah. been there before. Um, I, I don't know what it is. We're trying to figure out why it's called Rally of the Gazelles because the footage they were showing was a car driving across the desert. So obviously, it's like a POV as if you're driving, so you can just mm. see where the car is going. But okay. it's like driving the dunes of some desert somewhere. And I, have, you know, I don't know much about it. But we're like, what? And why is it a why is it a women's off road race?
0: Right. Did you Google it to see like if that's just a big thing over there?
1: So, in doing some some researching just now on the fly here as we record this, turns out the rally of the gazelles is a thing. According to this, mm. it is a rally which is held in the deserted parts of southern Morocco. The distinct okay. feature of the rally is that the participate the participation is restricted to women only. Who knew? Oh, interesting. That's like yeah. kind of cool.
0: You'd think that it would be opposite. There. Yes, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so but yeah, never knew it so was it's there. a little bit of like um, girl power there. Girl so.
1: power. It was not operational. If you, you are a feminist,
0: sit... then you need to go see this <laughs> attraction.
1: Um, we couldn't participate and have fun because it was closed off for, I'm guessing, for mm-hmm. COVID. They weren't out there cleaning off the surfaces and whatnot. I'm sure it'll reopen soon, but um i swear that i have never seen that before i guess maybe it's been a while since i've ventured mm. around the morocco pavilion and is it but...
0: one person can fit in there or yeah two it's a can one to one person it. one okay yeah okay
1: i mean the screen is big enough that you could okay. have people stand behind you and watch it yeah and it was not yeah. a true arcade game in the sense that it cost money i think you just sit down and play
0: right wow okay well that's interesting something else to to like look in on
1: yes and can i get deep with you all for a moment deep on this oh, that podcast go. episode
0: I don't know if I'm ready for this.
1: Okay. okay. Well, get ready. So uh, the mouselets and I were talking, and it was mostly mouselet number two, and I didn't tell her we were going to talk about this, so hopefully she's not uh, being put on the spot too much. But we were talking about posting Disney photos or photos in general, um, specifically about nighttime shots, because I was there to get some nighttime shop- shots of Epcot. And I always feel like, the, for me, the nighttime photography is the easiest, because the camera does most of the work. Like, you do a long exposure, mm-hmm. and it looks like way better than the amount of work that's put into at least for me personally so that's why i like doing it. Yeah. and um we were just talking about how you know not everyone has the same confidence level or knowledge level for photos and i feel like i'm in the middle of like a disney photography community in instagram because obviously instagram is meant for disney photos so it got me thinking a little bit about how sometimes it's cool to just do whatever you want And even if the photo isn't as good as someone else's, there's absolutely no reason why you shouldn't continue posting it and just do what you like because you like doing it. And I don't think it's talked about often enough, but so many photos that you see from probably the majority of the people that you all follow on Instagram um, are, this is going to sound like you're going to be like, duh, when I say this, but they're very enhanced. And by that, I mean, it's not just one photo, it's often three or more that are combined to get the lighting of different Mm -hmm. things, which is why we can get photos of fireworks and then also see the buildings in the background. And there is uh, a Photoshop function called sky replacement, which is you literally click select sky and it selects it for you and you can replace it with a stock photo or your own photo. I'm not accusing anyone of anything. I'm just saying like, it's just so easy to manipulate a photo now that sometimes what you're looking at. Kind of like how when you see a picture of a person, they could have so much makeup on, you might not even know, mm-hmm. right? Depending how they do it. Like you don't know what's underneath what's there. Like I wish I fan. had a
0: filter right now for these videos, but <laughs> I don't. So it's like, just is what it is, sorry. It is what it is.
1: Um, you know, sometimes you'll see photos of, of water on the ground to create a nice reflection. A lot of times that water is put there. So just keep these things in mind. Mm-hmm. The way that Instagram works for regular photos applies to Disney photos as well. So keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. Listen, if I can do it, if I can figure out how to work this camera, and work through my colorblindness you can do it too and figure out yeah. and post and post a nice photo well, uh, just and do your if thing. you're just
0: really good at if you're just really good at editing pictures like more power to you there that's an art too it takes time and effort to figure out all that stuff so i don't blame people who just do a lot of editing
1: Yes. So just do your thing. Live your life. It still looks cool. I still want
0: to look at it, even if it's multi-edited, just like everything else in advertisement in the world that we look at. It's like it's way over edited. You love looking at it. So
1: yeah, do your thing. Every uh,
0: especially people. Right. We especially love super edited people. (laughs) It's just our expectations are a little bit higher than they should be because it's like "Mm, that's not real life.
1: It's not real life um Speaking of photo of taking photos of people, I decided to have a hubgrass photo shoot in Magic Kingdom the other day where I put my photo mm-hmm. down where I put my phone down on the ground the odd thing is I leaned it up against my actual real life camera but yeah um because you know my nerd status is pretty high my stylus that pops out on my phone I can use it to take photos while I'm far away from it so like I'm si- I was lying yeah. on the hubgrass. Pretending to be an influencer and taking photos of myself and like you know I have it in my hand as like a little remote um, <laughs> shutter thing and I was having a great time getting ready for those photos to be posted. It'll probably be sometime this week. And then Nicole did the same thing and she had her Donald bag with her and we were having like can I tell you Love I it. felt like it was definitely a basic B moment for us. But uh, we were having a great time just hanging out on the hub grass, mm-hmm. taking photos of ourselves, like obviously being silly and stupid. And uh, have had a you great ever time.
0: seen? Have you ever seen that Instagram account, Instagrammers in the wild?
1: Yeah, that I w- hope someone caught me.
0: Is that how you felt? Yeah. That's yeah how you felt. I, I mean, love it. Those are like my favorite because I'm like, oh, people, I swear. Yes. Um, Yeah, I love that. You know what I would absolutely love? I think that would be the ultimate for you guys mm-hmm. is if you could somehow get a photo shoot of Reba on the Hubgrass. Oh, I in, wish. Don't they have a pet day? Didn't they used to do pet day?
1: I don't know. But now it's only, you know, uh, service. Service dogs. Service yeah. dogs. Which is fine. Totally okay with that. And Reba, we can't even like lie. I mean, other than just being unethical and lying. But there'd be, no one would believe Reba is any type of service animal because she will be completely (laughs) out of control. She would be untamable in that. She would be all over the place. Yeah. Um, I get that. After our Hubgrass photo shoot, we were waiting for the uh, Mickey and Friends cavalcade coming coming down the way. And my goal was to catch... Catch them right as they're in front of the castle. So I'm standing there waiting. They're like, they're getting close. They're getting close. Nicole's on the other side of the street, so she can be closest to Donald, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, <laughs> as I'm waiting, as like they're starting to come around the bend, another guest comes up to me and asks if I could take a picture of them. And I'm like, right now, like I've been standing here waiting for the You're for like, the could cavalcade you Give clothes.
0: me like two minutes. Like, okay,
1: I'll do it. So she hands me her phone. And by the way, I'm I'm kind of kidding. Of course I'll do it. Like I don't mind helping out. Yeah. So uh, she hands me her phone. It's an iPhone, and she doesn't have her camera pulled up already. So I'm looking at the phone, and I don't see the camera icon on it. And I hand it back to her. I was like, this is going to sound ridiculous, but can you pull up your camera? Like, I I don't have an iPhone. Like, I'm sure I could find it, but I know you know where the icon is quicker, so just get there. And she thought, I really think she thought I was crazy. I'm like, listen, I'll take a great photo. I just hear, like, because I'm trying to make this quick as humanly possible, because I can see that the float is, like, now getting to the point. Mm -hmm. Okay. So she hands me the phone. She pulls it up, and she's like, okay, and hands me the phone. And uh, she poses. I think she's there with her... It might have been her son, could have been her very younger brother, and he's wearing a birthday button. So perfect. Okay. I'm like, All right, guys, smile. So I took a couple, and I took one in portrait mode, because, you know, trying to do a little yep. bit of variation for them. And I hand back the phone, and I say, I took a couple. I'm sure one of them's good. And I even took one in portrait mode. And she just looks at me like, why would you do that? I'm like, oh, okay. And then I look at the boy, and I'm like, and happy birthday. And he literally has no reaction to me. Like what's happening? And by the way, this wasn't a language barrier. They both I, yeah, I was listening to them talk. They, was they it both a speak English. Barrier? Okay. Um, And I was like, w- I don't know what happened. And then luckily they moved just out of the way. And then boom, Mickey was in front of the castle. Like I got my photos. I, I like, don't know what
0: happened. And then luckily they moved out d- of the way. I don't. That like, was the weirdest interaction. Yes.
1: I don't know if I made it awkward or if they made it awkward. I probably I'm probably no, an awkward person like in general, it. and I don't help matters. No. But I don't think that I did.
0: No. Also, Doug and I just upgraded our phones, and I was like, it's the ones without the button now. Like we had iphones with the button and now we have ones without the button and mm-hmm. it was it's been the weirdest thing i'm like where do you like where how do i get to things and then forever i couldn't figure out where the like um the swipe menu is like where you, yeah because before you would just swipe from the bottom and like the camera and the uh, flashlight and stuff would come up and now it's at the top like it's mm-hmm. the top down so i've had to get used to that too i'm like oh my gosh
1: oh my gosh,
0: you know first world problems but anyway, still yes. um I was going to ask you, have you seen Raya and the Last Dragon? we finally watched it last yeah, night.
1: I watched it maybe three, four what days ago. What did you
0: think about it? We were all like, because we had some friends over and we all watched it. And we were like, this is kind of weird. It just felt weird. Like it was like Moana and because um, Doug was like, where are we? Like, because it felt like a kind of a combination of like Aladdin, Moana and Mulan. I don't okay. know. It was just sort of. I don't understand the baby, the baby thing. We were like, that's just super weird. I don't <laughs> understand that. Okay. I don't know. We just thought it was kind of weird.
1: I have some thoughts because I walked away with this as a lesson. And I guess I might be spoiling the movie if you haven't seen it. So feel free to skip ahead a couple of minutes. So okay. in the movie, throughout the movie, you learn a little bit more about the dragons and how Ryan, is the, the, Ryan finds the last dragon, Sisu. Right. But... Sisu tells us that her dragon brothers and sisters, for whatever reason, trusted her to be the one to hold that big, lowy orb that pushes away the shadowy, crawly things that I can't remember the name of. And she didn't really understand why. And that was, it is just kind of what it was. She didn't know what it was about her. She didn't really have the confidence. She just knew that they trusted her. And that was it. And then in the movie, Raya is going around. uh, She winds up coming across people that she doesn't initially trust, that kind of seem like a villain or an, an antagonist. And then getting to know them a little bit or kind of having to band together to to ward off something else. They wind up getting to know each other a little bit and they wind up trusting each other. And then it is those group of people that wind up mirroring what the dragons do and getting together and sacrificing themselves one by one. Mm -hmm. And the element of of trust is involved at the very end because Raya has to prove one more time that she's trying to trust that girl who betrayed her a couple of times. And it works out. And I thought it was a really way, uh, an interesting way to get to that concept of you never quite know who you meet along the way. And they might not always be what they seem on the surface, that sometimes Mm -hmm. it's okay to actually get to know people and trust in people because people are generally trustworthy. And you never know how much they'll mean to you until it's a moment that you need to know it.
0: Right. Like in the initial, we were like, this doesn't make sense. The storyline is like, okay, we wish they would have had like more characterizing of like the dragons when they came out. Mm -hmm. um like kind of sort of cameos there and then we just felt like there was no um no consequences for the antagonist like usually the villains have some kind of consequence and there really wasn't one Mm
1: -hmm.
0: i guess like we felt like i don't know we just thought it was kind of weird and it was just i don't know so we were like eh. i mean it is what it is and it was long like i like the 90 minute disney movie i thought it was a little bit long okay but um but thanks for that you know
1: That dissertation of.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that synopsis there, because I'm like, I didn't, we didn't really walk away with that. We were more like, let's talk about all the negatives of this. Yeah, that's all I got. We just, I wanted to get your take on it. So thank you for that, Greg. You're welcome.
1: You may remember our guest who we had on which uh, honestly i would say is a long time ago because january feels like another year basically gosh, but it was january we had we had ben on in january welcome
2: back ben yeah hello uh, you were blowing back. my mind i did not realize that was january oh my yeah. gosh january, it yeah. makes sense because ben, ben I barsh everyone was in
0: Michigan. Yeah. who i like to refer to as ben brash but it's not ben brash it's ben barsh <laughs> <laughs> all the time i'm always like it's ben barsh not ben brash anyways how are you you've been doing all the things it sounds like
2: i'm doing amazing um thank you for having me back on the show first of all Mm -hmm. um it's uh it's been it's been good uh i assume the the core of the conversation today will be centered around the fact that i'm back in the disney college program yeah uh very first move in june 15th of 2021 and it has been probably um up up in, like, my top five experiences of my life already, and wow. it is only, wow. like, I, I just cannot believe how seamless it was, and we'll we'll get into it later, but I'm good okay. overall. Good, okay. <laughs> yeah. To answer yeah, the first good. question. <laughs> yes.
1: So let's set the scene a little bit, because I'm sure not everyone knows about the new Disney College program housing. So there's a new facility built just off of Western Way and what will eventually be, like, a new Flamingo Crossing Whole place. I hear there's a, there's going to be a Target. I hope so because it'll be convenient for me to shop at that Target. So oh, uh, brand new, and I believe that they were actually using that space that you could rent out as as an apartment kind of a thing before the Disney College Program came back. This is like a you know a, a pandemic kind of a thing, but that's different now. It is now officially open for Disney College Program, and Ben lives there. So I thought what a great opportunity to, to talk about the kind of like the new version of the Disney college program. I know it's a little bit different right now in terms of who's there. Cause a lot of the folks who are in it right now were invited from the previous college program that got cut short because of the pandemic. So that's what we're talking about today among some other things. Cause Ben is like Mr. Disney sometimes if you follow him yep. on Instagram or TikTok, he's always in the parks and stuff. So, Yeah, let's just get right into it. Please walk us through what the facilities are like and what your experience
2: was like and all of that. Like you said, we are now in Flamingo Crossings Village, which is, uh, I believe, west of property. So that's the first Mm -hmm. major change is that now the college program housing is west of property instead of like east of property. Regardless, it's a five minute drive onto Disney property, even on the buses, I would presume. Mm-hmm. So um, essentially what happened is, like you said, uh, us participants who were uh, had our college programs canceled, so that either covered spring of 2020 or fall of 2020, which I was fall of 2020, we got first dibs essentially back to say, hey, we want to come back. So that process yeah. all happened really quickly within like two weeks. And mm-hmm. then we were, you know, yep, you're green lighted, you're coming back. And then that's when all the, you know, boring paperwork kind of stuff started (laughs) when you get a different form every day and it's kind of fill this out, fill that out. Um, Mm -hmm. We were then offered, you know, um, do you want to live in Flamingo Crossing or or would you rather live off property? This is kind of where my first major decision came in because Mm -hmm. I have a place in Orlando because I moved down here four months ago, Um, you know, because I had no idea when the college program was going to come back. But I thought it best to really kind of do the program right and go go move into housing. So I have both places, which is kind of kind of crazy. But um,
0: you're like, well, let's see if I hate my roommate and then I'll just leave. Exactly.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, So it it worked out really well where one of my uh, uh, roommates from my past Disney College program wanted to come back as well. So we linked with each other. He'll be here in two weeks. Um, and my other roommates that I've met are fantastic. I don't know if I could have gotten a better, uh, hand with roommates. Like these, nice, these guys nice. are, I know they're gonna, we're gonna be best friends. So sign up for housing, time goes by, find out my role, which I'll, I'll just throw in there, uh, as children's activities, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. and I'll be at the Skyliner resort region. So I could be at any of the, cool. the few, um, at any given time, which is cool for me. Cause I like change. I like doing th- yeah. things yeah. all the time. Yeah. Uh, so then we, you know, we, we go further along the line, get ready for move in and move in day was so much fun. They were like blaring music. We pull in, you know, you get your room assignment, you go into your room. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am in the four bedroom, four bathroom apartment of Flamingo okay. Crossings. Okay. There is four bedroom, nice. four bathroom, four bedroom, two bathroom and two bedroom, two bathroom. So we got in, I, you know, you get assigned a letter on your room. Like there's a room A, B, C and D. I got D and uh, i moved in met the roommates and then there was just a slew of welcome week activities which were actually very fun and well really well done uh, i want to know what some of the activities were because
1: in my head i just assume if if it's a disney function that some of the activities or even the music that you said they were blaring on welcome day like i need to know are these all disney stuff like yeah. what are the activities that are going on
2: so specifically on welcome day Mm -hmm. it was disney music but there was like a very professional well done dj (laughs) there was a couple (laughs) of them i think all you know because it's hot and they were kind of switching in and out i think but um they were playing like edm disney music (laughs) which i was gonna pull over and be like hey can i get whatever playlist you're working off of right now
0: yeah yeah
2: because it was amazing can you just
0: share that yeah thanks yeah i was like can i get
2: a spotify session going i'll add some stuff (laughs) in there (laughs) yeah So the, that, was, that was Disney. But then for the Welcome Week activities, I think it's varied. Um, I, honestly, I mean, the first night we had Moana movie night uh, by the cool. pool. The pools at Flamingo Crossings are amazing. There's two of them, and they're kind of mirrored, so it's the same thing, just on two different sides.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: There's a giant TV, like movie theater-sized. And then the pool is sort of a U facing that screen, and then in the middle is a hot tub. So people would get in the pool. Wow. We were like swimming around, watching the movie, talking to people. It was really fun. So that was like ease in first day kind of thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then the second day, um, I believe, was they're all kind of blending together at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, was mocktails um, with, you know, mm-hmm. a Dulwit pineapple. Got to represent the partners nice. of the yep. Walt Disney Company. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we just kind of, it was like a social, we just kind of talked to people. Ironically, met we met our, our group of friends there we've been hanging out with for, you know, the past couple of days. And then uh, the other day was, um, Wednesday, was, like, a literal, like, party. It was really cool. There was, like, we have, like, hubgrass area. They -hmm. they brought in DJs, and there was, like, a dance party. It was a luau theme. So we all got, like, lays, like, when you check into the Polynesian. Thought it was kind of cool. Yeah. Um,
0: I guess you could call it the Disney Mixer. It was a mixer. It was a
2: (laughs) Disney Mixer. That's exactly what it was. There they were playing, like, um... It, like throwbacks from the 2000s uh, and okay. stuff, which was cool because that's like what our, you know, what music my we grew gosh. up with. The fact uh, that the phrase so. throwbacks to <laughs> throw the 2000s. Back like, oh my gosh, <laughs> you're right. It's 2021. Uh, there was there n- there was a, there was every decade, but, you know, yeah. every, when the 2000s yeah. and the Disney Channel songs came on, that's when oh, the crowd goodness. really <laughs> came alive. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, we, I mean, the events honestly have been amazing.
0: Something like this too is very unique in the fact, like where else in the world are you going to go? live somewhere where you all work in the same you know what i mean like yeah yes college obviously because you're all taking classes together but working i think is just a different kind of scenario because you're all working you're all sort of in that like yeah we're all in this together man you know like it's been a long day or whatever it is but we're all excited about it because we love disney so i don't know it is like you said it's just very unique i always say the
2: primary difference between like this and college is This, we all chose to be here. So we all signed up. We all went through the interview process. We all really want to be here. Whereas college, sometimes it's like your parents are like, hey, you have to go to college. So some kids don't want to go. Some kids are pumped to go. So here, it's just like that breath when you get here. And it's like, we Mm -hmm. did it. Now what? And it's like, well, now it actually starts. (laughs) So Yeah. I am curious about some of the
1: rules that Mm -hmm. maybe are in place. Some Mm -hmm. of them are probably common sense. But uh, for Disney College Program housing, and I'm sure there are things that maybe we don't even like think about or realize, but I thought I heard that currently
2: they are separating
1: vaccinated and non-vaccinated. Is that a thing?
2: Yes. So also, I meant to say this at the beginning, I do not speak for the brand or the company Yes. (laughs) in anything I say. I'm doing my (laughs) best to be an extension of representation. Um, Yes. So yes, essentially when we signed up for housing, we, um, I believe there was like a checkbox of vaccinated, unvaccinated. Um, and then if you were vaccinated, you could link with roommates. So that's how I, me and my roommate, all actually all our roommates, we're all vaccinated. So we all okay. got to, okay. we're living here together.
1: Are there like curfews or quiet hours or anything like that? Because I would imagine you put everyone in that age group in one spot that, you know. With, without regulation, it could get a little out of hand sometimes. They're like, yeah. oh, and
0: by the way, yeah. we're having a dance party tonight. <laughs> it's like, oh, That's
2: okay. actually hilarious because there was an impromptu pool party uh, <laughs> yeah, of that course. was not I mean, on of the course. books. And it just, ha- like, everyone showed up. It was the mocktail night. There was a group of people. They were, like, really cool. Like, it almost felt like kind of the cool kids, you know? We're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> walking around. They were all like, we're going to the pool. Everyone go to the pool. Me and my friends were already going, and we were like, oh like because the night before it was dead quiet there was no one there and then this night there was anyway uh there is slight curfews for uh visitors i don't remember the exact hours okay okay um i want to say it's like they have to be out by 1 a.m or something i remember that being the case on the old dcp um maybe it's midnight I don't know exactly. You have to sign guests in for, like, normal, like us here. I don't know of any curfews. Um, we've been right. hanging out with our friends till like, 2 or 3 a.m. every night just because, yeah. you know. Yeah, me too, man. 2 or 3 a.m. That's when i wake awake. <laughs> yeah, waking up at, at noon.
0: <laughs> Is there, like, a gate? So do you have to, like, drive through a gate to get even mm-hmm. into the property? Yeah, okay.
2: we all have access cards that we tap. Um, okay. And um, that's how you get in. You have to check people in with security. Very similar to last time at the old DCP. DCP. Um, <laughs> but the, at the at the old DCP, we would have our uh, ID cards that we would show instead of scan. So.
0: Well, my question is: Are there alcohol regulations? Because Greg and I have, um, you know, we have some suggestions for you guys for events that you could do.
2: <laughs> that's a great question. We've been assuming no open containers. Um, okay. I'm sure that this was, like, on the lease, but I uh, Yeah. Uh, but we, I, we've I'm just been assuming I'm thinking, like, oh, they had a
0: mocktail if, party, and I'm like, how many people probably brought their own mini bottles to this, and they were just having a good time? I mean, yes, I was in college. I, I know what that's like.
2: <laughs> we thought, like, we thought that that was going on. Um, we did not participate in any of that. I'm not yeah. a huge, like, party person anyway. I, I'm, You know, when I do go to parties, I'll usually just go sober. Um, but Yeah. Uh, I, I assumed i assumed that would happen but <laughs> i i don't know for sure i just wasn't um, sure if
0: it was like this out you know this like outspoken hey you can't have whatever it doesn't matter what age you are kind of thing cuz you yeah. know some a lot of college program kids i feel like are older it's not but especially this time you know,
2: there's a lot of yeah. you know especially cuz everyone like I, I always age, refer to so. it as like the the blip from uh yeah. endgame from, and infinity yes. Yes. war where it's like yeah. you come back and everyone's like five years older. That's kind of <laughs> how I see this. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of. Yeah. And you, because know, you,
0: yeah. you had a birthday, right? Even from the last time we talked to you, you just um, had a birthday. So, yeah,
2: I, my birthday was uh, May 22nd. So, not too long ago. Yeah. Almost a month now. So,
0: you're a little bit older too. Um,
1: yeah. On our Patreon chat. So, we do like a bonus episode each week that we make available just to those who support us on Patreon. Um, I came up with questions I shouldn't be asking for you, but I'm going to ask <laughs> one of them. The rest of them have to live there because they're not appropriate. That's but- right. Oh, Lordy, That's right. one- here we go. I do not speak one- to <laughs> Company part two. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, one that, that kind of came up and, and Beth and I were expanding on was this idea to make kind of like make more liberal use of the chessboard. So I noticed in the photos, I don't know if it's out there right now, but I was perusing the Flamingo Crossing Village. Um, website just to see what the buildings were like and by the way it looks really nice there i mean like yeah. i'm not just saying that but like it actually looks really nice and um i was looking at the amenities and and the, like the big courtyard that you were mentioning like the big grass area that is like almost like it's built for like a little mini festival like it's like you know meant mm-hmm. to hold little gatherings and stuff but um i always am drawn to uh what i call comically sized things so i love that some of the resorts at disney have the big either chess board or checkers board like I know the Riviera has a big old chessboard in the back, so I'm sure it's very similar to that. My inappropriate question was, how long do you think it'll be until someone rounds up enough people to replace the chess pieces and have a real life chess game, kind I of play like play the game? I guess like kind of like in Harry Potter. But um, then we thought, like, how cool would it be to make it a drinking game, when you're eliminated, you have to drink <laughs> or whatever? I thought it would be cool, and doesn't have to involve alcohol. But maybe this is something an event that you could make happen. So uh, this could be mm. the the Ben Barsh Invitational, I think.
2: Ooh. We and were like,
0: they could be themed. You could do villains versus, you know. Heroes,
2: yeah.
1: Protagonists
0: wow. or whatever. And okay, yeah. write and that
2: down. Write that down.
1: It, yes. Right, and
0: Greg was like, you could also do attractions, like different attractions and different parks against Yeah, parts I want turf
1: others. wars. I want a Magic yeah, Kingdom versus wars. an Epcot game or merch versus like, attractions. Like, I want right. I want this to be a whole big thing.
0: Whatever side you're wow. on, you have to like yell and scream at the other side. Like, some that's just talk, talk. You get a, You Disney have to trash talk. talk. So... I don't know we just really want you to make this happen so we can see what it's like
2: <laughs> so on that note you see this is very similar to wizard's chess and harry potter at least like the oh. massive board that yeah, was invented. yeah exactly like, like you said yes um would there be one like leader like ron like commanding all of the dude units it's around? The,
1: it's the ben Barsh well, invitational you, you choose you figure it out i'm just <laughs> <laughs> i'm giving you a general concept
0: basically two people would be playing but you would be moving your pieces around right they would just people. be playing their part
2: yeah Okay, I think it's great. I
0: mean, they got to be there's dressed a, up. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a TikTok
2: a... for you. That is <laughs> yeah, that is definitely a, a video idea that I think would do well.
0: All right. Well, let us know when you have time to make it happen.
2: <laughs> this is actually... This this fits really well in. Do you, do you guys remember the Disney Channel games at all that they did on the Disney Channel? Vaguely. Jog my memory a little bit. So they took the Disney Channel stars and essentially mm. put them on I think it was three different teams it was like red, blue, and green I think they did different seasons of it I can't quite remember mm. all the details but they would put yeah. the stars on teams and then have them compete in activities so I think they had like gotcha. basketball and like races and stuff it, it was like kind of like you know in elementary school like field day events Yeah, that yeah kind yeah, of yeah. Thing. Yeah. I thought about doing that but with like <laughs> um, Disney content creators. <laughs> so like the, oh gosh. the Instagram people, YouTube people, TikTok people. So this would be a good event for that,
0: right? I'm thinking also. I'm like, you probably don't remember this because you're too young. But there was a show a lot like this, and it was called Wild and Crazy Kids. Yes, that's what I, I was thinking Yeah,
2: yeah, I, I don't think.
0: I um, and it was basically like Field Day, like teams. That's all yeah. it was. It was just like you basically just watch kids have Field Day.
1: All right, yeah. listen, you're gonna you're gonna come in with a little controversy here, okay, Ben? We're gonna we're gonna oh. take away. Um, the Total Innocence. What I need you to do in your in this uh, larger Ben Barsch in- Invitational, which I'm now officially, that's, that's the BBI. The <laughs> Ben Barch Invitational. And uh, one of the events you can do in your field day game is some type of relay where part of the race involves uh, drinking water out of different fountains. We don't need to go any deeper mm-hmm. into oh, it no, no, that. Oh, no, no, <laughs> no, no. But please, yes. Please, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, let me ask you. So um, you're in this new housing. What are some of the <laughs> biggest differences that people could expect from old housing
2: versus new housing? An increase in the quality of life okay. <laughs> is the yeah. primary I was one. like, it
0: seems like it's probably a big step up. I yeah. mean, it's brand new. So
2: Honestly, I said this my first day, and my friend David agreed with me. I almost liked the charm of the older housing. You know, mm. when I walked in here, I was like, wow, this is like, these apartments are gorgeous. Yeah, And they're yeah. furnished. They have TVs, which we didn't have before. Um, the beds are bigger. We have, like, our own space most of the time. So there you know there is the possibility where you can kind of replicate the old housing and have an in person like in room roommate mm-hmm. but a lot of the options are for you know you get your own bedroom so that's a primary right. difference cuz I shared you know obviously shared a bedroom for 10 months whereas now I have my own um right. there is a community center uh well, the, the main difference is everyone's in the same spot right so there's no yeah. comments chat on Patterson Vista it's just Willing Oaks Crossing's village um the pool is far bigger. There is a hot tub. There is the big screen. There is a community center with a ton of games. There's like ping pong, pool, a big Scrabble board. There's arcade games. Wow. Uh, cornhole, which is my personal favorite. If you guys know cornhole. Oh yeah. Yep. I'm like the like that. That's another BBI that's been going on. Ben Barch Invitational. <laughs> yeah. I've been just destroying cornhole everyone champion. in cornhole. I have not <laughs> met my match yet. Um, not to brag, but you know. From um, from the Midwest humble
0: brag we, humble brag yeah, yeah.
2: no I'll <laughs> brag about that one that that's the that's my odd <laughs> skill that I have is cornhole yeah um, just overall I mean this this place is amazing they they spared no expense and they did really well you know I as okay. you guys mentioned I'm a I'm a Disney person yeah I'm a Disney I'm a Disney corporate person you know hopefully one day would like to to you know work with them Mm -hmm. But and I, you know, but I'll always be honest. And in this case, they they crushed it. They really did. Yeah. Yeah. Good. It looks awesome. Awesome. And I know in the beginning you mentioned that you moved down here before DCP
1: Mm -hmm. came back. So what has that been like? Because there are so many people who dream about becoming a Disney local. I mean, I was one of them. That's why I moved down here. And coming up, we're going to do an episode on um, what it's like to move into the area and hopefully answer some questions for people that want to move here. But in a more general sense. Dude, how has it been just being so
2: close to the parks all the time? It's nice because you mm. can take it as it goes, right? So when you're on mm-hmm. vacation, you feel rushed to do everything. Like I know I'm a, a completionist. So when I go into a park on vacation or with, with people, I need to do everything, all my mm-hmm. all the rides, all the shows, everything needs to be done in one day. And living here, I've sort of transitioned out of that mindset, I'll go into the park, yeah just to do my favorite rides or just mm-hmm. to get my favorite food and then I'll leave. Right. And then I usually go at night. So I'll go like before close cause it's, you know, maybe dark outside, it's cooler. There's not as many people. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> but I moved up in Windermere, which for those who don't know is North of property just behind magic kingdom and then up that way. So I live, you know, pr- pretty close to magic kingdom. So it's, you know, a five, 10 minute drive onto property and I really like it there. But then my sister, my older sister just moved down to celebration, Florida, which is South of property. And mm-hmm. has a very different vibe. You know, mm-hmm. Windermere is still in sort of in my opinion, like the hustle and bustle like go, go, go. Whereas Celebration Florida is very laid back. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> and yeah. Relaxing. And I love it down there. That's definitely where I'm gonna, you know, move after after my um D C P. But it's been nice, you know, because I, I haven't quite lived here, not in the DCP. So that four months was really nice where I got to have mm-hmm. a different perspective on living in Orlando where, you know, I felt a part of the city as opposed to just a guest in in an internship. Yes. Yeah. And I don't know why it makes me
1: laugh. I know the point is to be funny, but when you're going places on instagram and you post it to your story you're always tagging the incorrect location
0: <laughs> i was gonna ask about that i'm like i'm not in on the joke i want to be in on this joke well, i think like, that's like, the whole just... joke right it's just that yeah it's okay, the wrong that,
2: okay. Thing. that's literally it <laughs> people are like no
0: i've seen this because i'm like how many people do you think that like follow you that have gone like on family vacation and they're like no i saw it on instagram that this is where blah 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 you're like
2: i really hope that's not i hope people are getting the the sarcasm <laughs> the in joke. It. But, Yes. yeah um i don't know there's one night i I remember I very distinctly I walked into Magic Kingdom and got a, I for some reason love the flatbreads at Pinocchio's okay. at Magic Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> I just love eating them, so I went in and, and got one and um, and uh, I then my favorite pretzel to get is over in Storybook Circus and okay. I take it and sit in Gaston's Tavern. I'm a I'm a routine person. I like kind of doing the same things. <laughs> so I remember sitting there and I took a picture of Gaston's Tavern because it's my one of my favorite spots in Magic Kingdom and I thought to myself. I've posted this to my Instagram story probably a million times and no one cares anymore. Or people are just going to be like, oh, that's where he is tonight. Click and just move off of it. So I went to Geotag at Gaston's Tavern and then I was just like looking at the list. I was like, this is kind of silly that there's like, you can tag it as Galaxy's Edge. So I just was scrolling through whatever the options are that it gives you. And I just pick what, in my opinion, is the funniest one. And I, yeah. That, do you like get that. people
0: messaging you like hey that's not where that is
2: yeah they're like hey i think your geotag's messed up and i'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like okay you're like
0: oh yeah like, look no, into it okay. don't even i wouldn't even be like no it's a joke just be like oh yeah look into it <laughs> yeah <laughs> just continue to do it
2: i get so many people asking me about that like even in the dcp like I've, I've been at a welcome event and they're like hey i follow you on instagram it's really funny how you do that and i'm like okay yeah so people do find like, it yes funny. cool thanks
0: also it's nice when people message you because i feel like that helps you in your algorithm so it's yeah. like i'm getting a yeah. lot of response on this post and people like it so (laughs) thank you instagram
1: i have to ask you if you experience what i experience so if i kind of like meet someone or am introduced to someone and they say oh i follow you on instagram i immediately think oh my god what have i posted recently am i should i be embarrassed (laughs) is this a good or a bad thing Does, does that run through your head at all
2: um it did at first um i remember the first time someone came up to me and said that they followed me on tiktok I, I'm, I don't feel like I'm an awkward person. I just bombed immediately. Uh, they were like, hey, I love your videos. And I was like, oh, me? <laughs> I was like, is one of my famous friends behind me? <laughs> and, yeah. and I just, I, it was, I feel bad if you're listening. I'm sorry for being so awkward. <laughs> uh, but every time since, it's it's gotten a little better. And I always like ask their name and, you know, I want to get to know yeah. them a little bit. And it's weird that so far, like my roommates, people have gone up to my roommates and been like, oh, you, do you live or do you know Ben, and it's like, that yeah. to me you is crazy. You live with the Ben Barsh. Yeah, yeah. That, they look that look to me is crazy. Like, we heard you live with Ben. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, I guess, should I should, I
0: should I should I walk around my town and be like, I did an interview with Ben Barsh this week. I don't know if anybody knows. <laughs> I don't. I, uh,
2: like like I like I tell people sometimes like when they're like, oh, I watch your videos. I'm like, do you, do you like them? <laughs> like, am <laughs> yeah, I doing it's like, well? Yeah, like thanks. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I actually
1: uh, surprise. I actually hate follow you. Sorry to tell you that, Ben. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Maybe um, no, your suck.
0: geotags just hate it.
2: <laughs> I haven't had any water from fountains though, so I don't know. Yeah, you' Believe me. <laughs> mm,
1: yeah, I'm an idiot. So, um, listen. You mentioned you are uh, placed in children's activities. So mm-hmm. I know you haven't actually started yet, but I'm sure there are people out there that don't even know what that
2: is. So, in your words, mm-hmm. what is a children's activities cast member? I. This is always like the best question for me because. All of my family has no idea what Disney stuff is, so I always have to simplify things to their yes. simplest yeah. forms. Children's activities is essentially Disney camp counselor in my mm-hmm. in yeah. my eyes. So I'll, I'll, I'll be placed a at a resort. Generally, you're placed at a couple of resorts just because you know it's easier to have the same person at multiple places. And there's a very large variation of things that you can be doing in children's activities. So for example, some days you might do like tie dye shirts with, Mm -hmm. with whoever wants to come. There's arts and crafts, drawing, all that kind of stuff. I've heard that they do bring in artists to do like drawing sessions. I don't know if they've done that during COVID. This is just like the slew of messages I've gotten since I announced (laughs) my role. Mm -hmm. The ones that I'm most excited for are, is the poolside trivia. Yeah. Uh, Which is really cool. So essentially there's a little children's activities stand. It looks almost sort of like a tiki hut and you kind of stand under it. You have a, I think a laptop, you play some music and then Mm -hmm. you do trivia. Then there's also dance parties. So you uh, at the pool, this is all at the pool. And then the, the one to sort of cap off the night is a movie under the stars. And those are all, if you're coming to a Disney resort or, you know, staying on property, there's usually a board. Uh, it's I think it's usually in the lobby or outside by the mm-hmm. activities. And that mm-hmm. will list the movies for the next four or five days, I believe. As you apply to the Disney College program and you end up getting placed
1: in children's activities that involve some arts and crafts, I assume that you're either comfortable or semi-knowledgeable. But if you told me I had to do tie-dye with people, I'd be like, I actually don't what? know how to tie-dye. <laughs> so. I guess my question is like, do they, is there like a skills check for this? Do they, do you know if they're going to teach you how to do, t- I'm not, I'm not trying to make fun of it. I like, think like, like, shoot, I don't know how to do these
2: things. <laughs> oh, that's actually really funny to bring that, that one up and use that as the example. Cause I've never tie dyed in my life. And that's, <laughs> that's the one thing that I'm stressed but guess about. Guess what you're about to. Also, I'm like,
0: do you get to keep all these tie dye shirts? So you're going to like literally leave the DCP with like a bunch of tie dye t-shirts. <laughs>
2: That's what I was thinking too, because we're going to have to do it. I know I'll have to do a bunch of trial runs. I'm like, can I keep yeah. them? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I've Just, never tied uh, Turn in my one life. of them. So... Turn
0: one of them into your yearbook where everybody signs your shirt from DCP. Yeah. <laughs> that's tie-dyed. actually a Smart.
1: great idea. Yeah. Wow. You can make them prizes for the BBI games.
0: <laughs> there you go. Yes.
2: <laughs> the BBI. Just make okay. different
0: sizes so you have some variety there.
2: Oh, exactly, yeah. And then um, I, I
0: know you. You can come up with some kind of emblem for your BBI thing, you know? Like, just come yeah. up with some kind of graphic. Add it to that shirt before you tie-dye it. You're good to go.
2: Yeah. We can mimic it after the Olympics, how the rings, but it'll just be BB. Like, yep, yes. there you go. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I uh, I there was no skills check to answer the question. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> in the past with the DCP, and who knows, go, they might go back to this. You have been able to pick... I believe three to five roles. You had to pick, I think minimum. No, I, I picked two at one point. Anyway, you could pick up to five roles and then those would be like your, this is what I want to do. And then during your yeah. phone interview, you had the opportunity to sort of sell yourself and why you should be doing those. I don't know if they're doing that permanently or just because um, they need to get staff back in the parks immediately, but there was none of that for us. So we didn't didn't even have a web-based interview because we were already hired at one point. Yeah. Right. But the people that are coming in new and fresh in the later months, they had a web-based interview and then they get hired that way. Right now, they're telling you, you have to be open to every role. So they could place you quite literally anywhere on property doing anything. Okay. Our assumption between the the people I've talked to with children's activities so far is they put us in this role because I think like almost all of us were supposed to be performers. Mm-hmm. And they sort of just took us performers who are, you know, a bit more outgoing and, and performative mm-hmm. with everything we do, being really yeah. dramatic about everything, and put us in a, another performative role where you have to be okay. outgoing and talk to people in a very, you know, especially work with kids. That's tough sometimes for people. Right. So. You know, kids come into the parks every day, but you're not tie-dyeing with them, you know? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's why we got it, but there was no school skills check so far. I know that anything that you don't like, they teach you everything once you get there. So even if you're not CPR trained in, for example, you get put as, as a lifeguard, they teach you all that there.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, so I know I have to get CPR trained. I've never been CPR trained in my life, so. We posted to our Instagram to see um, what other questions
1: some people had, and we actually answered them in some of them throughout our conversation, but... Uh, One good question I thought was this one. The question was, what are the food options within the housing area? Is
2: it anything like a college campus? So this is the only weak point, in my opinion, of Flamingo Crossings. But I, like after two minutes of thinking about it, I understand why they did it. So the food options are very low. In the community center, there are these self-use vending machine things. So they're fridges. You insert your credit card. It unlocks. You can pull things out and then, you know, close the fridge and it'll charge your card. In those, like, refrigerator vending machine things, there are, like, sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Very simple, you know, like grab a turkey sandwich. Stuff. Grab and yeah. go. Yes, grab and go. Chips, drinks, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you are a person who likes to to eat out um, for your meals while you're working, I know that was me during my first ECP. I ate at whatever cafeteria was at my location. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, for, for almost every meal. I packed a lot of meals because eventually it got expensive and I was like, yeah. I can't do this yeah. anymore. Yeah. Um, but there's it's very limited here. Uh, but if you're at housing and you don't want to go out and eat, like for example, you don't have your car or something, you can like DoorDash or Uber Eats food in. Uh, okay. And then you go meet them at this common area. I'm not sure exactly where it is because I haven't done yeah. it yet. All I know is that it can be done.
1: But if you wanted to go grocery shopping, let's say, you would either have to get an Uber or is there like a shuttle that'll take you on a certain day a week
2: to go grocery shopping? But they do run to, it's either Publix or Target or Publix and Target. I believe it's okay, both, cool. but either way, they're like really close next to each other. So you can yeah. always like take it over there, do some shopping and then like Uber back or something like that. Uh, but there is, yeah, that's this, this is very similar to the last college program where they do have oh. buses taking you to work, taking you at, you know, anywhere you need to go. Uh, but if, you know, worst comes worst, Uber, Uber is an, o- always an option. Okay. And
1: this next question is a common question that I hear. I know the answer to it. I know Beth knows mm-hmm. the answer to it, and I'm sure you do too. But I feel like it might be helpful for people who are wondering this. The question, is every participant guaranteed employment at the end of their
2: program? So the answer is no, mm-hmm. I believe. I think you have good odds, uh, mm-hmm. you know, as, as long as when you're in your DCP you know good be it be a good worker obviously yeah. first one and do do a good job go beyond what is expected of you and don't call out of work a lot uh, because yeah. you don't want a lot of points on your record card Um, you know if you're sick you're sick but don't call out yeah. just because you don't feel like going to work obviously you
1: know we could really argue that nothing's really guaranteed but mm-hmm. what an opportunity yeah. for you right so if you're listening to this you're like oh no it's really hoping that if i did a college program stint that i would wind up with a job no matter what but think about that you're in the door you have plenty of opportunity for networking for for showing up for making a good impression with people who might one day have to hire you Mm -hmm. so do it don't let that be the reason why you don't want to do it that's not a guarantee
0: yeah it's sort of like a bridge program into a full-time position if that's what you're looking for if you think of it that way you know it's not guaranteed like like when you think of a college program when you're in a bridge program you're not guaranteed You know, I mean, some, some places are, but it's like, you're not guaranteed to be a full-time student or whatever after all this, it depends on your grades. So it's kind of the same thing. Like depends on how things go during your college program, what you're going to get after that.
2: And I want to throw this out there too, of like on that note of like, if you, if so, for example, I don't don't know if the person asking this wants to do a DCP and then transition to full or part-time. That's probably, I'm assuming. And there's probably a lot of people listening who have those same goals Mm -hmm. coming from the social media side of Disney as well. So for those who don't know, I make TikTok videos. I'm on Instagram and I make YouTube videos too. Um, please be smart about what you post. Please, mm-hmm. please, please, yeah. please, please do, not, please do not post videos in your work costumes. Those are for being on stage, uh, yeah. being a part of the company. Do not post things that are company secrets that you will learn about once you are here. I'm just saying, I know this is not a part of the question, but I needed to say this at some point yeah. during the podcast. Yeah. Because it is my number one pet peeve when someone says, oh, I'm on TikTok too. And then they show me their videos and I'm like, you need to take these down. Right. I know it might be not specifically Disney is outwardly saying these things, but I've been there, done that with the DCP and I know what you should and should not be posting at this point. Yeah. Please just be smart with what you post guys. There's gonna there's, there's times that where you're going to be sad or, or angry. Don't put that on camera, that, that yeah. event to your roommates, talk about it there and and leave it there it doesn't need to be public. So anyway, sorry for that. I just needed to say that. It's yeah, totally fine. I'll uh, I'll save all my complaining for my OnlyFans account. So Ben,
1: <laughs> you're uh, that's why people would uh, subscribe to that, right? So uh, yes. your time has come and you're going to be starting at your children's activities role. So listen, if you're staying in the Skyliner area resorts, keep an eye peeled for Ben who might ben. Be maybe teaching your kids how to do tie-dye, he might mm-hmm. be playing trivia with your kids at the pool. Or you or me as an adult because I also like to partake in the <laughs> trivia um, I don't like outwardly play because it's not really fair to show off you know especially when they're kids <laughs> why is also, this grown man in his 30s beating all these kids in trivia well you know how it you know how it goes sometimes
0: also if you're in the DCP as well look for the BBI it's come you know it'll be out is yeah, we call it? It? yeah, is coming yeah,
1: to uh... <laughs> a courtyard near you. Coming
0: to a courtyard near you. <laughs> Look for it. <laughs> well, listen,
1: thanks for hanging out with us again, for chatting all things uh, new housing and how the new version. I don't know if it's a new version, but like th- this new chapter of the Disney College program is because I know there's a lot of curi- curiosity out there surrounding it. And you happen to be involved in the very first movement. And we're grateful for you chatting with us and giving us a window into all of that. And of course, if you want to see more of what uh, Ben's life is like, you can check out his TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and we'll put all of your information in this episode description so people can find you easily. Thanks again
2: for hanging out with us, Ben. Well, thank you very much. Thank you, everyone, for listening to me rant. I know I can get ranty about things, but uh, (laughs) I just want the most information out there as possible because I know sometimes the processes can be a little confusing. If you guys have any more questions, uh, please feel free to ask me on my social media as I make videos about this stuff all the time. So. Feel free to ask away, and I'd I'd be more than happy to answer it. Because we we covered a lot, but you know can't cover everything. Yeah. Once again,
0: he knows about the geotags. Don't don't add him. Okay.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm aware they're actually live on my feed right now when we're recording this. That's funny.
0: All right, let's jump into some news nugs. That was that was a fun little combo we had there. Um, so basically, there is a new Tiny World magic shot in Epcot. And we always <laughs> just kind of like to give a shout out. Because, I mean, they've been doing these in other parks. We talked about when they did the new one at the Tree of Life. It's like the 360 shot um, where it's like looks like above the head and you get the whole 360 thing in. So this one is located near the fountain just beyond the main entrance of Epcot. Um, so you can get the big Epcot ball in there. And it's just pretty cool. And they said it is going to be available daily from noon to 6 p.m., weather permitting.
1: I'm excited. Yeah. I'm going to try that you'll have
0: out. To, you'll have to get it. I can't wait to see it.
1: Okay. Our next news nugget is probably not news to you, but it's worth talking about. It's yeah. worth celebrating. We've been it's, saying our prayers, eating been. our vegetables. That's right. Going to sleep at night with these That's thoughts right. in mind. Sure enough, fireworks are back. Everybody, Woo! Fireworks are back. It is a bit of a miracle.
0: <laughs> it is, man.
1: Unless unless you don't like Epcot forever, but been Yes, you're waiting, waiting a long time. time. Yeah. Happily Ever After starts uh, Thursday, July 1st. 1st.
0: Yes, just in time for and 4th of July, which you predicted. I'll give you the credit for that. You were like, yeah, "I'm pretty sure well, they're I mean. probably going to bring stuff back in, you know, so we can celebrate America." America. Um, and so yeah.
1: Yeah, and according to the uh, calendar, it does not appear that we'll have 4th of July specific fireworks, Mm -hmm. which I think is upsetting some people. But I'll tell you, man, you could show me whatever fireworks display you want. I just want to see something up in the sky. Yep. And I'm excited for it.
0: I think the first time they do Happily Ever After, it won't be a dry eye in the place. And I'm curious if they're going to do like a premiere of it, if they'll um, do it on their YouTube page. A live stream? Maybe. Yeah, do a live stream. I mean, they've
1: already recorded, you know, so many live streams along the way. I know, but it's a big deal. Um. If everything works out as planned, I will be in Epcot f- for the first night of their fireworks show. Okay. I couldn't get a Park Pass reservation for uh, the first Magic of them. of uh, Happily Ever After. But I will be in Magic Kingdom on the second night of Happily Ever After. Very excited. Nicole, my wife, and I are just, we are positioned and ready to be very emotional. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> and uh, bring I those know tissues. it's going to be... Mm-hmm we haven't you know it's been a while since we've seen it and chances are you're listening to this it's been a while for you too either you haven't been down here in a while or you've been here and they haven't been operating it yep so needless to say we are very 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 excited and um we have so many things so but you know by the time you hear this you will have seen that we did our stay at bait lake tower and then the next thing on our agenda is the return of happily of rafter we have wow. a stay coming up at Fort Wilderness for Fourth of July weekend Ooh, so and then jealous. after that um, we have our ohana dinner reservations i, so I feel like we've got oh just gosh. a couple of things in a row
0: shut up greg we, very we get it about. I'm just kidding. No.
1: <laughs> well that's the whole point we're acting like living what else can i life. rub in
0: your face right now and no, i'm just kidding. yes i can't wait
1: um, before we get to our history shout out to Stephanie over at world traveler yeah. trading co and if you want to get your hands on some awesome themed key fobs and other things so maybe a uh, a dog collar for your for your furry friend in your life you can do so with our special discount code that park life and you can save yourself some money a link to her shop is in the description of this episode
0: it's time for some and now for some history. history brought to you by the
1: mouselets yes. and i mentioned i uh you know had the the pleasure of hanging out with them a little bit and um, somewhere along the way, I got to—I got a little, you know, sneak peek of some of their new merch, some of the new bags. Ooh. You may have seen their first generation, mm-hmm. which are being delivered as we speak here. But second generation is awesome. I'm obviously not going to mention it, but just—it's yeah. exciting. Check so it keep out. your eyes peeled on themouselets.com for that.
0: Follow along. All right, you want to kick us off?
1: Yeah, I'm going to take us back to 1970. Oh, that's Although bad. Although not park related, this is an interesting one. Yeah. The walt disney archives were established so obviously oh. this is where they keep all of the good stuff right. right the stuff that doesn't get sold off to auctions or repurposed this is the good stuff um you probably saw a little bit of it if you watch the imagineering story on disney mm-hmm. plus it's accessible by employees of the walt disney company or members of d23 on special tours so it's like you can't just right. walk up to it like it's a museum so to speak and buy your way in i guess you yeah, can if you access. buy a d23 membership but a little bit different Yeah. But yeah, it's been around for 50-something years now. Wow.
0: Wild. I am taking us back all the way to 1995, and this is when the Walt Disney World attraction Extraterrestrial Alien Encounter officially opened. Uh, It was in Tomorrowland. If you remember, we talked about this um, so many times. It was just kind of like a scary ride that they did. Um, Mm -hmm. It was in the theater in the round attraction. It was dark. It's science fiction. All the things. There's all kinds of effects. So, yeah, 1995 this week was when that opened. Wow. Didn't last too long. Then they tried to kind of like kid it up a little bit. It was like, oh, we're just kidding. It's not that scary. And everyone's like, yeah. no, we hate this now. We hate this.
1: <laughs> of course, as always, we have a quote coming your way to wrap up the show as usual. It's extra inspirational today, especially based on mm. what I was talking about earlier with our um, photography stuff with the mouselets. If you like what you heard today, please feel free to like, subscribe, head over to iTunes, leave us a review over there. It is always very helpful. If you'd like access to some of our bonus content that we post, uh, we do a weekly episode, usually about 15-20 minutes extra each week, and you can get access to our close friends feature on Instagram. You can do so by supporting us on Patreon. There's a link to that as well in the description of this episode. And we haven't really talked about it, but we've been like slowly adding some items to our own merch shop. Yeah. You may have seen, I posted a while ago, a, uh, a hatbox ghost-themed car decal, yeah. which honestly is really cool. But uh, I love it, and uh, I'm excited, and there are and there some floating out there because we've already had some uh, some out there purchase it. So you can find a link to that in uh, this episode description as well, and some uh, some personalizable coffee mugs, by the way.
0: Yep, got mine.
1: And we, uh, we gave some away as part of our uh, prizes for our most recent Trivia night. contest, mm-hmm. trivia night. So they're floating out there too. Again, a link to that is in this episode description. Uh, our Instagram account is at that park life podcast, and my personal is at the Disney Greg,
0: and I'm over at the healthy hot mess.
1: Yes, and loving the doggo pics, by the way, especially of Betty. Who I think we talked about. I don't know if we talked about it on our big episode, but we definitely talked about it on our Pat Chat.
0: My niece, Betty. (laughs) Yes.
1: Oh, my gosh. The best. Yeah.
0: She's uh, ridiculous in the car, especially. He's been sending a lot of Snapchats of her, just literally. She, like, gets in the bed in the car and lays on her back and just passes out. So (laughs) she's adorable and a hot mess, and I love it.
1: (laughs) Oh, my goodness. All right. A quote for you all coming to us from Mulan, not from the movies, but from the princess stories. But Mm -hmm. a Mulan quote, nonetheless. Believe you can, then you will.
0: Ready to begin. That would have been a great (laughs) intro right there. Mm, So good.
1: Instead, we just have our usual That Park Life podcast theme music to to walk us out here. Uh, Thanks for hanging out with us this week. We'll see you next week with a cast member chat. Cast chat. So we'll see you then. Goodbye, everyone.
0: Have a great week.